This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Alrighty, BT and Sal back on the fan. It is 12.02 as we hit with the crowd. A little top story. Now, Sal, to get to my top story, I want to take you on a little ride here. Uh, I know you like Billy Joel. Sure. I don't know that you'd love Billy to the point where you know as many words to as many songs as, as I do. Billy happens to be my favorite entertainer. I know almost everyone. I love him. Okay. Love him, love, love, love him. So, one of my favorite songs by Billy is Entertainer. Mm-hmm. I am the end. You know that yeah, one. Okay. Sure. So you go down a couple of verses here, and I'm, just, I'm not going to sing it because I don't want to embarrass myself. I'm going to just read you a couple of lines right. here. I am the entertainer, the idol of my age. I make all kinds of money when I go on the stage. Uh, you've seen me in the papers. I've been in the magazines. But if I go cold, I won't get sold. I'll get put in the back in the discount rack like another can of beans. Now, the emphasis is discount rack. Because that's where the Mets are shopping again. Oh, God. So so, I, so let me get this straight. A Yankee leftover, after all the big bad King Kong, Cohen, whatever the hell you call them, and all the other nonsense, the Mets taking over the town, the first two moves that you make off the discount rack, a Yankee leftover and a Tampa cast-off is yeah. where we are. Okay, but you... <laughs> Yeah, at least that was a creative way to set it up, right? I like it. I like it. Here's the thing. I am, (laughs) much like the intro song here at the 12 o'clock hour, I am down with the king, King Cohen, BT. I believe in Steve. And these moves on the surface initially, it's like, oh, God. But they're just filler moves. This is not going to be – this is not the BC Mets before Cohen. They're not going to operate like that where this is it. Hey, you know what? The Mets spent their $20 or $13 on the Weiss. Severino and another two million on Joey Wendell. There's a lot more. We referenced the article in the post that Joel Sherman had that there's belief that King Cohen will not 
stomach a year or two of rebuilding. There's belief that they are going to go all in after uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. I I believe that's going to be the case. We've been saying that for a while. There will not be a higher bidder. Doesn't mean they're going to get him. Who knows? But I believe that he will be the highest bidder for Yamamoto. And the Mets will end up landing him and others. I mean, he's look at the track record. King Cohen has shown you the track record. I understand the optics of these moves. This is different. Trust the process. Believe in Steve. The Mets will get big players, and they will be a playoff team this year. All right. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal, appreciate you guys hanging with us here on the fan inside of our Town Fair Tire studio. Friends of Town Fair reminds that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Maybe I could pull another Billy song tomorrow to see if we yeah, can fit the right. mood here when the Yankees get Soto. I like the idea. I'm looking at Down with the King lyrics right now. That was good. That was a good pull. Good volley. All right. Let's get, uh, how about Steve Upstate on the fan with BT and South. Stevie, what's cooking, bud? How you doing? Steve-O. Oh, God. Oh, Steve, I, I hate nothing I mean, more than that. Just, I, 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 I have hate, no tolerance for that. I hate one that happens. Oh, Derek Staten on him. What's going on, Derek? Uh, Yeah. Enjoying the show, guys. Thanks. Um, you guys mentioned earlier that the Mets will not pay uh, P. Alonzo more than $300 million. Is that correct? Yeah, we both feel that way. We, we don't There's think no he's way worth it. He's getting and $300 million. We don't no think way. he's getting it from okay. anybody. Um, so why did he – why did Pete hire Scott Boris? Because Scott Boris is not – Looking is not thinking like you guys. He's mm-hmm. not going to accept less than three fifty for for Pete. Three fifty. Where, you getting, your, where you getting your Where you getting wow. information from? Um, I, I just I, I think below three hundred uh, million is an insult to the guy. How? To be honest with you, how? Um, he's not a three hundred million dollar player. I mean, I got news for you, Derek. Do the math. Look at the Offensively on the Mets, he there's nobody topping him. No, so no, yeah, how right, are you so. coming up? How are you coming up with that? Well, you and have who to are under- they going to replace him with? Yeah, but Derek, uh, okay. Um... All right, it's just the wrong approach. With all due respect on your part, I, I want to—I don't keep you on the line. Let's gonna—we're gonna flush through this together. So it's not about being the best hitter on a on a team that took a massive step back and and outside of two years ago has done nothing for five years since he's been here. It's about being paid commensurate with the absolute best players in the game. And right. he's not even better than Matt Olson. Matt Olson's making $170 million. Okay, so let, let, I, I just want to put this on, mm-hmm. out there. Um, he's going to get his money, and it's going to be over $300 million Oh, my God, that's no. What I right, see. It's not. That's what I see it's happening. All right. but, but based on it's, what, it's though, Scott Derek? Boris, can we, can we deal Scott with reality? You, you... Is the reason. Hiring Scott Boris is the reason. Look at the man's track record. Yeah, how did Michael Conforto hired... do? Excuse me? How did Michael Conforto do? Oh, you can't. Michael Conforto, you can't compare the two. No, he hired on, Scott Boris. He didn't get a contract. What are you talking about? You can't compare the two. Just like you can't he compare. He got hurt in that year. He turned down a significant amount of money from the Mets. He's been chasing Scott, it ever since. You make it like Scott, Scott Boris, Boris yeah. is going to play so much hardball with Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen is going to get turned off. And Derek, you're, lose, you're, missing, lose, you're missing the point. We're going to lose Pete 
for about twenty to twenty-five million. No, Derek. No, 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 Derek, no. Derek, I'm telling you. No, Derek, do me a favor. We're trying to help you here. Listen to what we're saying. This is not a debate. It's not up for conversation. Just listen to what we're telling you. The way that contracts go is teams look at other players that are comparable to, say, in this case, Pete Alonzo, to figure out where the value is. Matt Olson is the comp. Yep. If if the Mets are going to pay him more than Matt Olson, because that's what Pete wants, that's fine. He's going to get that. But it's not going to be $120 million more for a guy of Pete's age and a guy of his caliber. It's just not. Especially that position. First base. Like, like you're... You're you're way off. Yeah, initially, initially, I thought that Pete and his camp might have valued themselves more like Judge mm-hmm. than Matt Olson. The, the reality is he's not Judge. He's more Olson, if anything. And there's a big gap in that contract difference. Three hundred is not a number Pete Alonso is going to get. Not from the Mets. Not from anybody. Even if he hits fifty home runs this year, he's not getting thirty three hundred million dollars. He's just not. Now, the one thing that Derek and he went to it a few times, and I wanted to circle back to this because I, I do have an answer for him. I appreciate the call there, Derek. We just I think we both think you're way off on the numbers. So Derek asks us, well, why would you hire Scott Boris if you're not chasing that ridiculous, you know, ludicrous contract? Because Boris generally gets it for his clients. Understood. I also believe part of the reason that Scott Boris was brought in by Pete is to possibly facilitate a trade. See, I've always I'm thought a, that. Uh, I I'm not saying he's definitely going to get dealt, but if 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 a trade needs to be navigated, Scott Boris has as much juice as anybody, and Alonzo needed to align himself with somebody that can get him where he needs to go and do all the things that are out of your control when you get traded, unless you stack the deck as much as Scott Boris can before you make a trade. I mean, how much do you think you, for, do the math, do the comps, whatever, Pete as a player is worth? He, forget. Let's say he has a monster year. Yep. This I'm going to give him 45 home runs, 117 okay. RBIs, 255 average. Whatever. Mon- okay. Monster OPS year. OPS 903. Year, yep. Let's yep, just yep, say yep. he has a career year. Okay. okay. All-star. That's gotcha. It. That's it. This season at age 29. 29 Meaning season. Meaning he's going to be 30. I know what it means. I've said this for a while. Go ahead. So 30 next year. So how much do you think he is worth per year? you got to Give me the years because that matters. No, no, no. But I'm before oh, we do uh, that. Well, I want to. I would say, I personally don't think he's worth thirty. Okay, I don't. Me neither. But, uh, but for the Mets, if as long as it's not nine or ten years, which it won't be, I could kind of, I can justify maybe giving him thirty. But it's probably more twenty-seven, five, okay. twenty-six, something like that. Let's say the Mets say. You know what? Thirty. You're right. You're worth between twenty five and thirty. We're gonna give seven you, years two ten. Boom. Gonna, take it or leave it. Thirty. Yeah. Right. So that was my my next part. Let's say he's worth thirty. Mm-hmm. Maybe even thirty two. Gotcha. How many years do you? I'm think not. You're there's getting? no way I'm going more than seven. I would actually want six with team team control for years. And they're seven. probably gonna have to tack on an extra because he's not gonna accept six. So now you're talking seven years. Let's say thirty two million. 30, let's say $35 million a year. He's not worth $35 million a year. Let's say he's $35 million a year at seven. That gets you to two forty-five. dollars Yep. Like two fifty dollars for Pete is max. That's a big concession on the Mets' part if they did that. That, that. Yeah, that is max. I agree with you on that. I'm not even just talking about the Mets. Yeah. I'm talking well, I don't about think anybody's knocking his door down. I think the value is with the Mets. Now, if you're... Let's go. Let's extend another year. <sighs> Give you eight years. Jeez. $35 million a year. That's two eighty. You're not getting close to three. He's not. 
He's not. There's just no way you could justify. And if there is some sucker team that's going to do it, take him. It's not going to be the Mets' problem. Uh, and nor should it be. That would be bad business. He's going to. It'll end up being. I would say over two twenty, which I think is a lot for him. I would say between two twenty and two fifty for Alonzo. Sounds about right. I still think two fifty is a bit high, but seven, eight we're in the years, neighborhood. Seven, eight years, lifetime met. That's what's going to happen. I got you. 877-337-6666. BT and Sound on the fan. Mark's at Oceanside. What's going on, Mark? Hey, I got to give you guys a compliment first. I was sad when Tiki left you, BT, but Sal and you are like peanut butter and jelly. You just guys belong together. The show is great every day, and I love when you guys fight. <laughs> we appreciate that. We're having Thank a blast, you, man. Thank fun. you, Mark. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for you first, um, BT, and then one for Sal. Uh, you asked rhetorically, what has Cohn given the Mets? He's given the Mets fans something that they haven't had in many years, and that's hope. Under the Wilpons, we felt hopeless year after year after year. That's fair. That's and fair. And now we haven't won yet, yeah. like Sal said, but we, we hope. We have, we, have, we have reason to tune in. We have reason to be excited. Yep. We have reason to care, and that's a lot. And by the way, I'm going to make your case a little bit more for you, and, and, I, and I respect and I hear where you're coming from. So you say hope. I would also say he's brought respect. I agree. Both. Yes. Yeah. And, and Sal, for you. Um, I am not happy with these first moves that the Mets made. First, we're going dumpster diving into the Yankee organization. Understood. I don't and, love and it either. Go, and going going into take a bench coach who the Yankees didn't want as manager, nor did anybody else. Understood. After firing a, a manager who was acclaimed to be a top-shelf manager. Had a bad year last year, but certainly knows what he's doing. And then to get Luis Severino, who hasn't been good in six years. I looked it up. His last full... Good year, I believe, was nineteen. Now he's had more. He, no, that's it's not six years, but point taken, he's he, he look looks, his, he look looks broken. He's, he's never pitched more he's than like hundred innings. Yeah, I two, know. two years ago, though, he wasn't bad. Now it wasn't a full season for him. Yep. Look, yeah, going was, back to, I remember watching Severino the year that Degrom. I think it was twenty nineteen. Maybe it was twenty eighteen. Um, either way, I remember watching Severino saying, "Man, this guy's the best pitcher in baseball." And <laughs> then Degrom took. Man, maybe it was twenty seventeen. Now that I think about. it. Uh, yeah, 2017, he had a 2.9 ERA. Now, you're going back a ways here, BT, 23 years old. And then the following year, he won 19 games again, 3.39 ERA. But he was that good. Yes, like, he was. One of the top young arms in the sport, I thought, at the time, better than DeGrom. And then DeGrom just took it to another level. Severino got hurt, and he was never really the same. Obviously, no 2019, no 2020, no 2021. For the most part, you know, we were talking about four games, bit parts here. And then in 2022, he was okay. I mean, he uh, started 19 games for him, won 3.18. If you get that, if the Mets get the 2022 Luis Severino, who started 19 games, and obviously you want more than that, he threw 100 innings, but he pitched with 3.18 ERA. You take that in a second. You just want that, you know, for 30 starts or for 25 starts. For sure. Um, I, you also need the reinforcement in case he's not that. So right now, Sal and I were talking about this before. Senga... Quintana, right now, this could change. Obviously, it changes big time with Yamamoto. Although, it's not going to happen. No. Uh, Sango, Quintana, 1-2, probably Sevy 3 at this point. Like, that, you're just depending way too much on somebody who's not physically reliable. If there's one thing that I've learned, and it's taken me a long time to learn this, you know, Stanton's helped drill this through my, you know, my, my stubborn head. Like, when you... 
you don't get healthier as you get old. You just don't, man. I I don't care what off-season workout regimens you revise or overhaul or dedication to Pilates or uh, you're going to thin out and stop lifting weights, you know, do more explosive stuff, cardio. Uh, Dude, one, like those little fibers, right? The hamstring fibers, the quadricep fibers, the shoulder fibers, the once those are just a little compromised, and I mean if you pull your hamstring bad in high school, it's going to repair itself. But it never fully rep- – like, those fibers are just a little compromised. Yeah. And if you do it every year, like Stanton and like Severino now, you're going to get hurt. You just are. And, Book and, it. And even a guy like Stanton who's in as great physical condition as you could possibly be. Mm-hmm. So, you're right. The Mets right now, McGill, Peterson, Senga, Quintana, Severino. Uh, you want to throw in Lucchese? I still maybe think Lucchese's in the mix. You know, B- B- Budo or Vassal. They, they get some guys, but no mainstay. They need Yamamoto's got to be the one, Senga the two, Quintana three, and then out of Seve, McGill, Peterson, that's where you get four, five, six. Bring in one more arm to mix that four, five, six, and then whatever arms they have in the minors for more depth. I'd be okay with that. But we're talking about they already added Seve. We're talking about adding Yamamoto and one more like whether it's Manaya, Sean mm. Manaya, whatever, somebody yep. like that. Or the other uh, Japanese Rodriguez. player. Yeah. Hey, hey, the other Japanese pitcher, I'm fine with that. Eduardo Rodriguez. Although, I don't know if I want three guys in the rotation who are used to pitching on six days rest mm-hmm. and two complete unknowns. I'd like somebody with more Major League uh, you know, experience. Let's go to Tony in Connecticut with BT and Sal. Tony, what's happening? What's up, Baba? How's everything, guys? What's up, Tony? It's up. Hey, uh, tell me something. I was listening to you guys before about Pete Alonso hitting 500 home runs. Are you guys crazy or what? No. The guy ain't going to have longevity in, in baseball. He plays Not every day, that, Tony. He plays every day. But he's a, but he's a lousy fielder, number okay. one. Okay. And how many times you got men on base, second and third, constantly, or first and second, no outs, and Pete Alonso's up, and what does he do? He either pops up, hits into a double play, Tony, how many RBI? How, how many how many ribbies has Pete Alonso had in the last two seasons? All right, but what, he ain't a clutch hitter. Yeah, about one thirty one and one eighteen. How can you say he's not clutch? Think, he's driving but, in runs left and right. I mean, the Mets didn't have any clutch yeah. moments uh, this past year. I don't think he's incredibly clutch. I, but, but but he's but he, think, he posts. But, but you think Pete Alonso is going to have longevity in by, baseball? By the way, I, think that I, mean, I don't know. Down in time. And let, let's just say, Tony, know. forget the forget the clutch factor, forget the RBI, whatever. How is he not going to hit 500 home runs unless catastrophe happens? He's already got 192, and he's played full force uh, four full seasons. Oh, dude, no, I'm like, with like you on he that. Would, he would over, he would have over 200 if not for the pandemic shortened year. That's true. So, so let's say, let's be conservative this yeah. year. I'm going to put him up right now 40. And he's going to hit more than that, but I'm going to put 40. Well, no, but I like conservative. Let's just say he averages 40 a year. So 40 over the next six? Another 240 right, this, can, right can away. Can seven? Well, I just want to be conservative. So 240, all right, 192 and 240, boom, 13. I mean, that's 40, 430 at the age of 35, Well, 36. you did 40 and, 40 and 6, you did? 40 home runs times 6 years? Yeah, yeah. So, right, four, so 240, 240 plus 192 right. is, one, is 432. He's, 70, he's, he's a good season and a half away in his mid-30s. He's going to hit 500. Of course he's going to hit 500 home I mean, runs. aside from like... A catastrophic... Yeah, who knows, well, no, back stuff. Can, like, we're not talking about that. Talking about his performance based on where he's at. Oh, and by the way, 
the DH is in the National League now. Yes. Like, come on, dude. You could preserve his body. He could get three more years, four, maybe five more years out of his career with the DH. And that's really different from what the caller said. He called up and said, talk about longevity. We're just talking about the 500 home runs. I tend to agree. I don't think Pete's incredibly clutch. I don't think he ages incredibly gracefully. I don't think, no matter what Hoff tells me every day, that he's a, he's a good first base, but I think he's okay. Uh, I think he's, you know, basically a zero on the bases. I mean, there's things I can complain about, but the man is going to hit 500 bombs. Let's, let's not get it twisted here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. All right, let's get to this. BT and Sal back on the fan. We'll get back to your calls mm-hmm. in a moment. Mm-hmm. So before, mm-hmm. no, he's go, like, go, oh, I can already tell. It's your birthday. He's happy go, today. Go. Oh, what's up, BT? I don't know. What'd you stumble upon? I honestly, right. I stayed off social media during the break. What did you see about Soto? All right, so here we go. So John Boy, who I love. You know John Boy? Yeah, great John work. Boy and Jake, huge Yankee fans. They do excellent work. They, they actually invited on. me and Tiki to their warehouse to uh, to play wiffle ball. Really? This was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to do we, that. We didn't go. You turned it down. I didn't. You turned John Boy and Jake down? I didn't. Dude, hook us up. I'd be there in a second. I didn't. Okay, I understand. <laughs> I wanted to go. I never You did good at that. You couldn't make it athlete. happen. I and mean, I'd probably go embarrass myself, but I'd love to. Those guys have so much they fun. They do great. Anyway, they do a great job. All right, so John Boy tweeted this out. A source tells The Athletic that the Yankees are reluctant to surrender upper echelon young talent in terms of prospects such as righty starting pitcher Drew Thorpe, as others as well, for a Juan Soto trade? Uh, I believe that that is posturing. I, mm. that honestly, I know that you want me to get all excited. That mm. means nothing to I'm sorry to disappoint you. You're not disappointing me. That means me. nothing. I, just, I mean, I'm just reading you. The, the Yankees are reluctant. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Well, Yankees are reluctant to surrender upper echelon young talent in terms of prospects. Look, it's one thing to say no to Volpe. It's one thing to say no to Dominguez. Yep. Drew Thorpe. I mean, what do see the Yankees think that Juan Soto is going to be given to them on a platter? <laughs> you actually have to give something to get one of the best young players 
in the sport who's under control for one year, rental or not, other teams are going to give good prospects to get him. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees, yet again, reluctant to give up top upper echelon prospects for Juan Soto. It sounds all too familiar. Do me, do me a favor. Yes. Just, just ask me um, something fairly, you know, basic. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to dinner, say, "Oh, BT, you want to go to dinner?" Just you want to go to dinner tonight? Hey, I want you to ask me twice. Okay, okay. BT, you want to go to uh, dinner tonight? Uh, you know, uh, maybe. I mean, I, I got actually I have two basketball practices. If got you can a good squeeze spot, that in, free yeah, dinner yeah, on the uh, arm sounds really good. You know, let, let me. I got to look at the schedule. I got to check in with the wife. I, 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 I want. I, I don't know. I, I, let me see. Now ask me again. Yo, it's going to be free dinner. Come uh-huh. on, you want to come to dinner tonight? No. Hang out with the boys? Okay. You see the difference? No. The first one was being <laughs> reluctant. Right. The last one was a straight up, I ain't coming. So I don't care what that story says. Reluctant means here's, they could change their mind. Here, here's the problem. You, you never come out to dinner. Like, that's the thing. The Yankees never give up the top prospects to get the guy that they need to get. It's been proven time and time again. Reluctant to give up this for Luis Castillo, they pivot to Frankie Montas. Stop me if you've heard this before. The Yankees have been, is why I dubbed them the Bronze Bombers, they have been operating with the second, third, fourth option. Can't spend on Corey Seager. Trade for IKF. Let me be fair, though, to the Yankees here. Let me be fair. So Castillo was dealt to Seattle, Mm -hmm. right? And who did they want? They wanted Volpe. Okay. Okay. So Right, but at some point. Well, well, hold on, though. Volpe hit 25 home runs and stole 30 bases and won the gold glove. What if Castillo uh, helped you win a World Series? You don't not know. with that team. They weren't going to win a World Series. That's my point. So, yeah, we can sit there and say that the Yankees, and don't get me wrong, in real time I was screaming about it. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, not, not so much about Volpe, but like just do whatever it takes, get Castillo. And then he comes into the stadium and he beats him during that day game when uh, I think it was one of the rare games Garrett Cole got lit up. Uh, like they, he beat him like twice in like a month. He beat him with the Reds and he beat him with the Seattle Mariners. So I was pissed off at that point, but that doesn't mean that I was right. So the Yankees held on to the kid who the Reds wanted. The Yankees said, "Go scratch," and this kid very well might hit 300 home runs as a shortstop for the Yankees. So were they wrong? Well, Juan I mean, they, Soto's they didn't, different. They didn't Juan the... Soto was not Castillo. Okay, but but when I need, it come, go ahead. I need to see them do it. Well, when it comes they, time they, this to is the, this is according to the Athletic report. Well, well recording meaning. What do you mean? I'm just saying John Boy is the biggest Yankee fan of all. He seems frustrated by it, too. Quote from John Boy, if Thorpe is holding up a Soto trade, dot, 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 meaning like, bro, the Yankees, time to sack up and make a freaking move here. I would agree with that. I would agree. Right, but this is according to The Athletic. The Yankees are reluctant to surrender upper echelon young talent in terms of prospects for Soto. How are you then getting him? Because reluctant doesn't mean that it's final. Reluctant means literally translated, well, we might not want to do it now, but we could be coerced into doing it if we have to. Here's what I'm going to say. Don't ask me to dinner again until you're (laughs) ready to part with something special, okay? That's how it goes down. If I'm the Padres, I'd laugh you off and be like, bro, you're not going to give this guy, you're not going to give that guy. What do you think, you're getting him for free? I'm no, sorry, we no. don't do business like but that. You know who, but he's, you're missing this. You know who's really laughing? Who? The Yankees. You how? know why? Because they know that they must trade him. They took out a $50 million loan. But you make it like the Yankees are the only team that's going to be in I'm on him. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is when it comes time to really, truly determine if you give it up Thorpe or whomever, and you mm-hmm. never give it up Dominguez or Volpe, not not for rental. 
I believe the Yankees will acquiesce and do what they have to do. What do you mean for rental? You're, you're going to bring him here, show no, him gonna, the bronze, He's going to hit free agents. Well, gonna be, I mean, it's a rental yeah. until, but okay. he's going to hit free agents. I acknowledge that. Mm. So the Yankees are just creating a laboratory of terms, their terms, not the Padres' terms. The Padres need young starting pitching, which the Yankees have. Then the Padres need to shed themselves a payroll. $30 million final year of arbitration for Soto. That's what he's going to get. So, Padres, it, they can't do this anymore. Yankees know it. So, why the hell should they bend over? What, what do you think? The Yankees are the only team? I'm we'll not see. saying why, that. If I'm the Padres on purpose, I say, you know what? Eh, thanks, but no thanks, Cash. You're reluctant? Okay. But you know why you don't do that? Because you don't spite yourself when ultimately you might get a better deal. Yeah, but but maybe the better ultimately, deal is elsewhere. Maybe. No, it could oh. be. No, I, I agree. that's the point. They're going to take the best deal. No, but, but so if the, the Yankees, Yankees ultimately part with someone... Th- I've never even seen Thor Pitts, but if he's the stud that everybody thinks... like. If the well, Yankees, they're gonna have to give something up. I agree with that. By the way, that to me it's that would be enough. It's November thirtieth. Oh, 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 oh! Now all of a sudden, well, it's okay. Yeah, it, it, actually, it's a quarter to three. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I prefer ten to two myself. Yes, yeah. yes, I did say that earlier. Ten to two is a little bit. Uh, now it's oh, November thirtieth. Now it's not even December. Yeah, it's now it's December. Yeah, but with King Cohen well, and the Mets, you make fun bargain bin this, yeah, bargain bin that. Yeah. But the Yankees factually reluctant to give up Todd Town to get Juan Soto. Yeah, okay. I Good mean, luck getting them then. They just lit the tree last night. The season is not even yeah. December. Here's what the Yankees could okay. do: they could also wait uh, wait a year in free agency and then give them the most money. But you know what? That's not going to happen either. Hmm. Uh, Alfred's up in Connecticut. Alfred, what's going on, buddy? BT and Sal, how are you? I'm good. Uh, I have issue with BT. Okay. Me too. Uh, be, be, <laughs> uh, every time, uh, Sal, you mention uh, that uh, the Mets will take over New York again, uh, BT scoffs and he laughs. Okay? Yes. Not realizing, okay, that the Mets have owned this town before. I'm talking about the late 60s, early 70s. I'm talking about the mid-80s to early 90s with Strawberry and Gooden. So why are you laughing? Okay, it's going to happen again. They're going to spend. They're going to own New York again. And you know what you're going to experience, BT? What's that? Yankee Yankee pain. Pain. That's right, Alfred. Pain. There is no greater pain. Okay, on this earth, the Yankee pain. Oh, well, the jet pain is, yeah. is up there. Yeah, there I trust disagree me. with that. Mets pain is pretty damn bad. Well, no, 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 Nick, Nick pain for this century has been uh, pretty tough as well. So, so, I mean, so listen, look forward. I'd sign up for some Yankee pain. pain yeah, it's not say, that yeah. bad, right? Go ahead, Alfred. I'm sorry. Win. Sign me up. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you know what? You got to make the show better. Okay, BT, you got to stop parsing. Uh, the meanings and synonyms and, and sentences. I mean, you guys are arguing over what does, uh, you know, this mean or that mean. Uh, come on. Listen, Al- Alfred, uh, don't, don't take this the wrong way, but just because you're not on my intellectual level, that's not my problem, dude. I got to explain stuff for certain people. Let, let me tell you something. Yes. Okay. I, I, I have a mathematics and physics degree. Okay, so you don't have an English, but you don't have an English degree. You just black belt. Take that, BT. It's like a fifth, fifth tip black belt. You're just a dumb talk show. So you got a physics You win. But you're going to experience Yankee pain, <laughs> and I am so happy. I hear you. Yeah. I'll listen all for Thanks for, uh, You got it, but thanks for the call. That, well, I didn't see that coming. What do you go to MIT and, uh, you know, second and third degree You're from uh, third? Oh, my level. God almighty. Wow. For you. On the top rope, Alfred. 
Jimmy Snook is <laughs> checkmate, bro. Wow. Uh, uh, all right, there, boy. That's good. But listen, I but think this too. You, you go P- ahead. You have a PhD in sports talk. That's true. And sports knowledge, and where Alfred is wrong is that. <laughs> although I, I love, I love to be in agreement with him and say that there's no pain like Yankee pain. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot. You could be a lot worse off than Yankee pain. Yes, and even and I will have to admit. That. You have to, and you know, mathematical intellect is very different from. English or words mm. or it's, it's a different skill. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different skill. I wouldn't last one second at an MIT or a school like that. Yeah. I honestly wouldn't. Not one second. I don't even care. Too. I'd be so nervous I'd forget how to write my own name. I like the first question they threw at me. I'm like, I, <laughs> what am I doing here? Exactly. I just want to talk about sports. Okay. <laughs> do you have a sports management course? Yeah, I did not. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm right. saying like if I'm oh, at yeah, MIT, right. what, yeah. what, do you have a sports uh, do you you have a journalism here? course here? <laughs> my God, oh my. I, I'd say people who have that brain and that bandwidth and that mental capacity, it is amazing. Like Nick Costos. Well, yeah, 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 Nick. <laughs> <laughs> we got Nick coming up. We love Nick. That's not a, that's not a knock at all. Ooh, baby. Nick is great. Although, yeah. how is he actually doing with his picks this year? We do, we do more than just Dude, picks. He is he is hilarious. You ever watch one of those videos? That I, saw, I saw one. Oh God, he is so funny. He's really good on the radio. He's good on camera. Like he doesn't look the way you think he would he's based fun. on the way he sounds. He's awesome. So Nick will join us coming up next. Do a little little football with him. A little uh, Yanks and Met hot stove as well. BT and Sal right here on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. All right, BT and Sal back on The Fan, and we'll get back to your calls here. A little hot stove for you, some Aaron Rodgers stuff going on, 877-337-6666. But we enjoy this every week. Our buddy Nick Costos, who's been phenomenal all year, he's on the line. He's the host of You Better You Bet. And uh, also our Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, uh, Nick Costos, as I said. Insider Calls brought to you by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, make sure you listen to the You Better You Bet pod for more of Nick's content and analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. All right there, Nick. On uh, the old DeVito meter, you're a big Giants guy. Where, yep. where, where are we in terms of, like, future viability? DeVito is the quarterback of the Giants for you. What quarterback? Like backup quarterback, like third string quarterback, You're starter among the top two, not the third, not the third. Um, I well, I think he'll be the third quarterback next year. Is my guess. Yeah. Um, based off Joe Shane's comments, and I think like a lot of, you know, he's saying Daniel Jones is going to be the starter when healthy. Just like my interpretation of that, and this will lead into like the Tommy answering your question about Tommy DeVito, where I think like he's played well enough, he's going to be on an NFL roster for the next like 12, 15 years as long as he stays healthy. Like that's how this gig works. Like you do at least like you don't like face plant when you get a starting opportunity as a third stringer. Like he's guaranteed himself basically an NFL job until he retires, gets hurt, whatever. So it's been a great job by him, and he's obviously played pretty well the last couple of weeks. So you know Shane's comments about Daniel Jones. 
I take that to mean, and there's always a human element here, right, when it comes to decisions that general managers and coaches are going to make. It's like what the Bears did, right, when the, when they traded up with the Giants to take Justin Fields. That's like the GM and the coach trying to, like, extend their, their life, basically, in Chicago. It didn't end up working. So I feel like if the Giants come back next year with Daniel Jones, and let's just say I'm making this up, they sign a free agent quarterback, a veteran this offseason, to start before Jones gets healthy. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it's Ryan Tannehill, right? Let's say it's Tannehill. And the Giants go 7-10, and 8-9 and nine again next year. Like, Shane and Dable are out. Like, they're going to get fired if that's going to be what happens next year. So they can say whatever they want. I think the way that they extend their time here for sure, as head coach and GM of the Giants, you draft a quarterback. Joe, like, Jones can play when he's healthy this year, and then you move on from Jones and the rookie starts, uh, like, all 18 games, 17 games coming up in year number two. So I didn't put a ton of stock into what Shane said. I feel like DeVito will be the third-string quarterback next year for the Giants with Jones and a rookie first-round pick is my guess. One thing from me, Nick, and it kind of, ties into where I'm looking this week as far as some games. That game with the Giants and Patriots just didn't make any sense to me with the line. The day of, it went off on my side at minus four and a half from the Patriots side. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I just, like, that line would tell you, and this is why I want you to educate me and the listeners on this as well. That line, it told me, like, I'm like, this game should be a pick Even if I like Belichick against a uh, undrafted quarterback, the game should be a pick at best. How is New England favored by four and a half? So logically, I'd be like, I got to take the points with the Giants, which makes me go the other way because it can't be that easy. And I see some games like that this week. What is your theory on that? And you've explained this to us before, but do it again with that game being a reference point specifically. Yeah, I listen, I, I disagreed with that move. So, like, I listen, we can have a conversation as to why that was the case. Like, people are kind of up in arms. Like, how could San Francisco be a three-point road favorite at 10-1 right. Philadelphia this weekend? Now, right. again, like, I don't have to agree with that. Like, I bet the Giants this past Sunday. I bet the Giants against the Commanders. And, you know, like, Mac Jones was going to start for the Patriots. And the thought is, Patriots coming off the bye. Giants starting an undrafted rookie. Bill Belichick. And that's how you get the Patriots steam all the way out to four and a half. So, it's explainable. But that doesn't mean it's right. And I would just, to Sal, for you and for the audience out there, just because, like, you wake up on Sunday morning and, the and like, you'll hear or see on Twitter or whatever, like the sharp actions on this side, like the quote-unquote sharp bettors don't always win. Like they don't always win. The public wins sometimes. You watch the games too. Your opinion matters also. You don't have to just go with what everyone's doing or saying. And I would just say as a rule of thumb, when you have two terrible teams playing each other, this was the Commanders-Giants handicap a couple weeks ago, remember, right? Like two bad teams playing each other, one team's favored by more than a field goal, take the points, and I think you'll win more often than not. All right, so we're talking to a uh, host, of course, You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting and Saturday Costos, our buddy here. He's been a really nice addition to the show, BT and Sal on the fan. Aaron Rodgers, you think he plays? No, um, I don't. And the fact that they opened up the 21-day practice window now uh, is pretty telling to me. So I think, like, people pretty much know how this works, right? But when you go on IR, um, you get a 21-day window. Well, for, uh, the practice window gets activated, and then if you are not activated in that 21 days to the 53-man roster, you are out for the season. So to me, this is basically like the Jets are basically saying like the season rides on the next three games, right? Um, with Falcons, uh, Texans, and then the Dolphins. So I think like if the Jets can, are able to go two and one, right, over these next couple games and get within striking distance, maybe you can make a case for Rodgers to come back, assuming he's also healthy. There's also outs in all of these reports. It's like Rodgers will come back, provided A, the team in the playoff hunted B, he can protect himself. So there's like a lot of potential outs being offered here. Now, they go 3-0 and in the next three weeks. Of course, they're going to activate him to the roster and maybe you see him play. To me, the, the timing of this, 
like opening up the 21 day window now to me is like them couching that this is going to go poorly over the next three games and we don't want the specter of this hanging over the franchise for the last couple games of the year is he coming back is he not coming back I don't think they're going 3-0 and or 2-1 and in the next three they're not going to activate him to the roster is my guess and then like we don't have to answer these questions over the last couple weeks of the season so it doesn't have to go that way that's my best guess I don't think we see him this season alright how about for this game this weekend Jets Falcons Jets at home. This is one of those games that I was referring to before where I look at the line, and I can understand why it is what it is, but still, my gut would say that it doesn't make sense. It would make me lean the Jets. How do you view the Jets at this point? I'm still caught up in them having a great defense, but obviously they came with the football even worse with Timmy Boyle, as you pointed out so eloquently last week. Where we look at, how do you value the Jets right now as far as, you know, trying to figure out which way to bet these games? All right, well, I'll give you my bet for the game in a second, but let's talk about the Black Friday game for a second, where the Jets, the Jets got, like, BT, like, and this is the saddest part about it, they got, so, like, I came on the show last week, and I made, like, an impassioned case for Miami, like, to win and cover the spread in that game, but, like, you always acknowledge, right? Like, I thought I was going to be right. There's always ways that things go wrong, right? Turnovers, etc. The Jets actually got the run out that they needed right. to win or cover the spread in the first half. And I'm not even just talking about the Eccles pick six prior to, you know, the, the fail Mary at the end of the first half. First drive of the game, fourth and one, Dolphins go for it, don't get it. Second drive of the game, fourth and one, they kick to go up three nothing. Now the Dolphins get that first fourth down and score to go up seven nothing. You can bet Mike McDaniels going for it on fourth and one the next drive. So like what could have been fourteen nothing is just three nothing. Major win for the Jets. Then you get the pick six and despite all of this, they still got their doors blown off in the oh. game. So it's just like I and the defense is like it's like last year. Like they're human beings, man. They see what goes on on the offensive side of the ball. Like they're not going to try hard for sixty minutes. I don't even blame them, honestly. Like the bet for this game, guys. So the Jets actually in the last like hour got bet a little bit. This was two and a half for Atlanta, trending towards three. I'm looking at the board right now. Right now it's Atlanta minus two. So the bet of the game right now basically is: Do you think Tim Boyle will win a game this weekend? Will Tim Boyle win or will Tim Boyle lose? I will click the button on Tim Boyle losing and and I will live with whatever the outcome is. The defense can Ritter's terrible. He could throw three pick sixes. Like that's how this bet loses. He's still it's, better than Boyle, though. He's he not only is he better than Boyle, he's like fifty times better right, than Boyle. Right. And he's bad. So like that's how this bet loses is the Jets defense outscores the Jets offense and the Falcons offense. That's how it happens. I would never bet on that, not with Tim Boyle starting. Like I don't I don't think Tim Boyle finishes this game. I think we'll see Simeon in at some point in this game for the Jets. Uh give me the Falcons here laying the two. It's my favorite bet of the week. Wow. Favorite bet of the week. Well, wow. I'm betting against Tim Boyle. Right. Like, that's the bet. My favorite bet of the week is Tim Boyle to lose. What you said <laughs> last week, too. I mean, you're consistent with it saying that the, the Tim Boyle is so bad, they're telling you he's worse than Zach Wilson, who was arguably the worst quarterback in the league. If it were Zach Wilson, I'd feel differently. I think I'm with Nick on this one, BT. All right. I'll go lone wolf. I'll cash in the winning uh, winning ticket. Well, Zach's yeah. more talented. It's just like he's just like his, his right. head is so screwed up at this point, you know? Just like. So, Nick. By the way, we got to start wrapping up. Nick also a big Yankee fan, and uh, as well as the Giants. But from a Yankee perspective, Juan Soto, what are you thinking? You feeling good? Well, I I feel decent right now. That market's off the board right now because so every time like I I look now in advance of the spot because I know we we talk about this sometimes, right? Yeah. To see like the the free and there are offshores will offer this kind of stuff. So I think Sal will be happy that his guy Yamamoto right now. Uh, the Mets are the favorite right now in the betting market to sign Maybe. Yamamoto. The Yankees uh, a little bit behind the Dodgers and the Red Sox both in front of the Yankees. I mean you can't bet a lot of money into these markets, so I don't know how sharp they are. But just like worth noting, the Soto market's off the board right now, and it's been on the board for quite some time, which may 
maybe means like maybe someone knows something. I'm not saying that's the case, just that I think it's pretty interesting. I do think hmm. as a Yankee fan, it would be magnificent. Nick, to hold land. on, Nick. When did it go off the board? That's important to me. When I'm, do you know when? I, 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 at some point in the last like six, I, I have not checked this market. I only check it when I'm coming on with you guys. So I'm not a hundred percent sure Got I could find out and like reach out to you guys and let you know what no, the answer no, to I, I only is. ask because if it was like within the last 20 hours or so, that might mean that there's even more progress between the Yankees and the Padres oh, than we God. know. Yeah, no, BT's right. Now, I don't know. I'm not trying to like say that that's yeah, the case, yeah. but like you might be right about that. Um, as a Yankee fan, you'd obviously love Yamasoto. That would be awesome <laughs> in the Bronx. Not yeah. just, not just as a Yankee fan, but I mean, uh, Sal is very entertaining when he melts down, and I would, I would, I would love to hear and watch <laughs> a lot little, of this. He really is. Yeah, I'm a seen enough of that? Can we stop with me melting down? I just want to succeed for once. Nah, but, the- but Sal, here's the best part, man. If the Mets win, you succeed because you're happy, and if they lose, you succeed because you're very yeah. entertaining, so it's great either way. You win no matter what. <laughs> Nick, how long Well, thank you-, you. That is true. Thank You've you. known Sal for a long time. How long have you known Sal for? Like 20 years? Just about kind uh, of? On some- you know more more than 20 years. 21 years. Well, when did you start at Sirius? We, we met at Sirius uh, NFL Radio. We which- met we met at the fan when I interned at FAN in 2003, and then we became friendly in 2004 with wow. both of us. At NFL radio. You know what, dude? I forgot about that. So I started my internship in the fan in 2003 as well. So I'm assuming it was before you, and then maybe I was part-time. I yeah, think you... you were in the intern class before me. It was me and Mike Babchick from Mad Dog Radio and Sirius XM were in the same intern class. He was an intern, too, at the fan? In, in, in my class at FAN. That's yeah. funny. It's the, that's the A's that. guy, right? Yep, that's yeah. exactly right. I don't even remember that, but I do remember very well working with you a lot at NFL Radio, which was probably around 2004 when it first started. Well, so yeah, I, I about asked, 20 years. I asked this because 20 years, so, you know, Sal is, is, you know, not quite, but almost mid-40s, and still an absolute unhinged maniac. Yes. What was he like 20 years ago? Honestly, like, this is my, like, Sal was a maniac. I actually think I might have been more of a maniac 20 years ago. 100% was. was. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God, with his Giants and Yankees, dude? Absolutely. (laughs) We used to battle about the Giants and Falcons all the time. Yeah, man, that was like, I mean... I used to, like, cry in my 20s when the Giants, like, when Jay Feely, the, the Seattle game, oh, when Feely missed all those Seattle. kicks in the regular season. Yes. I, I, I remember, I was, what, that's 2006? I was 23, no, 2005, I'm 22, and I actually went outside of my parents' old house in Long Island, and I was, like, crying <laughs> on the deck, and my sister came outside and looked at me and was basically like, grow up. <laughs> yes, it's, it's time to work. Uh, and and 20 years up. later... Now he's just betting against yeah, yeah. it or, or for the Giants. Now you're crying yeah. when the parlay doesn't cash. Although well, doesn't... well, I will tell you, I will be very into, I don't think we've reached the point of tears here, but I'll be like very into Tuesday night, the Knicks and the Bucks in the in-season tournament in Milwaukee. Oh, look at Costas very into that. Yeah. Oh, very into that. Knicks are good this year. Did you, um, that was I just going to ask you. You know he's going to be a dad. I did not know that. Yes. What's the, what's the, what's the due date, Nick? Uh, May eighth, baby baby girl, first one on the way. Come that's on. it's the best thing in the world. But you are gonna it's it's hard. There's nothing, nothing, nothing that comes even remotely close to it. I'm really excited. Thank you very much for saying that. Yeah, and let me just give you as somebody who's been through it twice. Mm-hmm. Sal's got a baby girl as well, two year old. Like I know, like during the pregnancy, like it, it's hard. The, you know, the, the feet are swollen, the belly hurt, uh, the back hurts. I, my no, wife's sick right now, actually. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, sick yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Mine and your too. wife. Yeah. Um, the back hurts. You know, nausea. Dude, embrace it. And if there's something you want to do, whether it's a show or a little trip, like my wife and I took a, a cold. It's not instead of a honeymoon, which we took a baby moon. So we took a final vacation while she was very, very pregnant. Went down to Miami, just kind of sat on the beach. 
do something because once two goes to three, oh, it's over, dude. Well, I, I, I was going to say it's over. No, it is. It but, is. Well, well it's, life it's is you know, it's, as you know it. Life as yeah. you know it. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's different. Sure. Right. It gets it gets better. You just got to give it two years. Embrace it. Yeah, yeah. Embrace <laughs> it all, dude. Really. Well, it's, it's too late it at all. this point. So, like, I guess I'm in, right? So, yeah. Congrats, though. The die have been cast. Thank you very much. That's great. Love hearing that. All right, man. We'll talk to you next week. Go ahead with the. Little outro there. What do you got? Yeah, wishing everybody minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Let's go. Let's go, Knicks on Tuesday night in the in-season tournament. He really is fired up. So am I. That a boy, Nick. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Thank you. He's funny. Go. Uh, I can't believe I've known him that long. It's crazy to think. Twenty years. I remember. I remember you telling me the internship wasn't it two thousand three, the first year that Mike and Dog run. Yes. Uh, I think it was 03. It might have been 02. I remember watching it before I ever interned at the fan. But, yeah, right around that right time. Right around there, right? I that started as a fun an, time. I started as an intern in January of 03, and I think I was hired part-time in, let's say, May of 03. Did you whatever. get extra scratch for being uh, part of the show through yes? Did you get a little TV yes, money? Yes, yeah, You had to, yeah. right? Yeah, once you get on that show, even if you filled in, you would get an extra few bucks for setting up the studio. Nice. Well, again, congrats to Nick and his wife. Good stuff out there. Uh, that was the host of You Better You Bet and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Nick Costos, Insider Calls, and presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. All right. I just saw something ridiculous from Nathaniel Hackett. Absolutely. Like, just almost so unprofessional and embarrassing. I I, I actually thought it was like a a fake account. I really don't understand this. So, we're going to get to that a little bit. Also, the Mets' early venture into the offseason. Uninspiring, perhaps? Uh, I mean, come on, dude. What are you doing there, Big Stevie? BT and Sal on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 